What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Colorful Convos with Nico. With me, Nico Gonzalez, the host of this amazing podcast that has been in the last five episodes of February Friends, making me realize more and more how much I truly enjoy doing this. Today's guest on episode 55 is the one and only outspoken and incredible friend of mine, Garrett Edgel. We went to college together, like many of these friends, on in February, and we have just a casual conversation that only Nico and Garrett would actually have. Uh, it's real, it's honest, and it's everything that would happen if we weren't recording. It's everything that we would talk about if we weren't recording. So you get a great taste of Garrett Edgel. He's an amazing human being. I love the guy to death. Motherfucker Garrett, thank you so much for being on the show, homie. Episode 55, and here we go. That's like the biggest thing that I miss about college is like not being around the boys all the time, like and having it. It's like it's just so accessible. You be you just like, yo, let me come. You don't even actually have to ask. You just drive five minutes to Mystic or to the Lodge or wherever somebody lived, and there's like eight homies yeah, there. Like they're all just chilling there, and everyone's like kind of doing the same thing, like doing homework, or we're all getting fucked up together. Like it was just. Yeah, everybody's on the same yeah. wavelength. Like everybody, either smoking or drinking or not doing and either. studying, right? Or yeah, like yeah, obviously. I mean, yeah. that's part of school. That's the shitty part that nobody talks about, though. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like some of my best memories, though, in college were like at the library when, like, we were all dead fucking tired. Finals week. We're all on Adderall. <laughs> like every, yeah, you're you're slap happy. Everyone's fuck. tired. Slapping. Everyone's hungry. No Nothing. one's eaten a full meal in like three months. Like everyone's just been scaving off whatever we could eat. Um, that's oh, what I. That's the thing I think I miss the most about it. But it's, I know you. You and I never have memories in the library. You don't catch <laughs> I don't me in there, Dad. Um, have you ever seen me in the fucking library? Maybe just passing through and giving people shit. Yeah. We're sitting in the library. Yeah, yeah. Christina made me come through the library <laughs> just all the time. Uh, what'd you major in? What did what'd you graduate with? Advertising and public relations. But I knew I was gonna do sales. Like that was. They don't have a sales program at Grand Valley. Like though. a sales specific like major? Or yeah, like they don't have uh, no, not that I'm aware of. And, and by the by time I started my major, I wasn't going to stop. Dude, I'm actually lying. I don't even know if they have a sales. That's how little I gave a fuck. <laughs> like I don't even know if they have a sales <laughs> degree at GV. I don't know, dude. I was like, "Yeah, let me just get this piece of paper and then I'll just go start grinding." I mean, that's Which, essentially what it is. Like half the people who graduate college and they don't use their degree, like the degree right away. You don't even need a degree to work where I'm working, but like right now the place I work, dude, it's a lot. It's hard work, but I'm putting in, I'm putting in the hours I'm grinding. And like, it's really about survival of the fittest. The, the people that are going to work the hardest are going to make mm -hmm. the most money. It sounds so cliche, but Dude, I mean, you got to be willing to grind and do the dirty work. My fucking boy, Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell. bro. Like, when you fall, <laughs> when you get knocked over, bro, you got to bite off a goddamn kneecap or some shit, dude. Like, it's not going to be all easy in life. Yeah, it's not all sunshines and rainbows. Um, when did, what did you want to do when you were growing up? Do you remember, like, when you were a kid and you didn't, okay, you want to be a pro athlete? And I thought that dream, the fucked up part is, like, a lot of people, they're, like, in, like, elementary and not to we i feel like we the boys do this we reminisce but like that dream didn't die for me till i'm not even kidding like i came to really so you were like still like, gung-ho about it i thought it was a sh i thought no i mean i i'm not i'm a realist i'm not yeah. stupid but i think that even people that saw me play um in college like i won some awards when i was at schoolcraft i mean it's like 
it wasn't totally out of the window that you could go baseball's so weird too. It's kind of mm-hmm. like hockey. It's not like football or basketball where you got to be like a standout five-star recruit. You can kick your way through the minors and grind and hustle. You could be a NAI baseball player and go pro and then become like a dead yeah. stud. Whereas like if you're a football player, dude, if you're not six, six running a yeah. four, four, you know, like baseball though, like, it is a lot of the – that's what I think – baseball is my least favorite sport. And But that's too. the one that you played. Interesting. Right. But I like football and basketball better, but I'm a six-foot white guy, dude. I'm not, I'm not going pro in basketball or football. It's not happening. So I was like, let me try this baseball thing. I was a captain when I was at D.C. and shit. But, oh, man, it was – the dream was alive and well for me till I was like 19 years old, dude. And then I was like, yeah, this I mean, uh, it didn't you work can out. always still go, you know, like you could always still work out. Dude, I, you know how much beer <laughs> I've been drinking? Like I got to like get back in shape before you're going to start talking to me about becoming. We're a starting right now. Man. Today's the day we're starting the Garrett agile comeback. I'm actually, to the NFL. <laughs> yeah, me and Johnny Manziel are going to start <laughs> training together, bro. Fuck. No, but another thing too is I don't want to be that guy, that fucking loser at the bar talking oh, about it. That's the you worst, know? dude. Like when we're at when we're out with the boys and we just see a guy like, yeah, like back in the day, you know, like in high school, I could I could have made it. I, could, <laughs> I was like, oh my shit. Yeah, dude. I only talk about it yeah. with my homies. Like, you know, we can talk about it on a podcast, but I'm good to talk about that at the bar to some chicks to try to bang them or something. Like, dude, you're cool, bro. Nice. You were a fucking high school stud. Yeah, use that as leverage to try to get in this bitch's <laughs> pants. Man. Resume. Put it on the resume. What's <laughs> dude? I think that actually might help you get closer to making a hundred K. Tell everybody for sure. That. I think so. I think if, if you tell your boss, they might promote you. <laughs> it's probably well, the coolest thing. You, you went so you played baseball. Um you went to Divine Child, correct? No. And yeah, Orchard, Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Then I to transferred DC. to DC. So, what? what you're at, you knew this, like yeah, you're acting. Yeah, for, for the, the people, people, for the people yeah. here, I'm acting like I don't know who the yeah. hell you are. Make it more um, but so you went to DC. Did you like going to a Catholic school or no? Because I we both went to Catholic school. I love it, bro. I love it. Every second of it. I just think it was like a really tight knit community. I mean, where I'm from, I got some of the best friends, most loyal motherfuckers I've ever met. Went to Dearborn High. Um, I even got buddies at Fordson, um, Etzel Ford. I have a lot of people that are good quality people, and their perspective is maybe like they got a broader outlook mm. on shit. But I, I think they missed out on like the tight knit community that like Catholic mm-hmm. schools have. If if I lived in like a I mean, I'm not acting like Dearborn's the hood, but like people act like you don't know where right. I grew up. Like I have, a, I mm-hmm. have it good, but the public school districts around me, I mean, my parents mm-hmm. are married. I, I'm not going to dive deep, deep into my Zodiac sign like Ellie <laughs> tell you, but I got a good family too, dude. My parents are married and uh, I mean, I don't know, but. Yeah, I wouldn't want it any other way. I loved my Catholic school experience. And, like, I, I think what I was getting at is, like, if I went to West Bloomfield, it's different than going to fucking Dearborn oh, yeah. High, bro. You can't go to public school there and not, like, expect to see some shit. Like, there's yeah. fights. Kids are doing – some of my best friends were doing, like, Xan, wow. Xanax, like, during – they'd cut class and, like, do Xanax. One of my best friends from Sacred Heart, because I went mm-hmm. K through eight. Um, he ended up getting kicked out of Dearborn High because he was taking Xanax like during classes Jeez. and shit. And he was just barred out and people would look at him and they're like, this kid has no brain cells right now. Like w- they didn't know what mm-hmm. he was on. And they're so lenient at oh, those yeah. schools that it was like four or five times before they were like, okay, dude, you got to do. Yeah. Like that. Catholic schools were so strict. Like I never was a troublesome kid at all. And the only time I ever got a detention was my hair length they literally would come in like yeah like That's the, the hair That's that so i have weird. now i would get a detention for this because it's like uneven and we would need like what you have like mm-hmm. the clean like military cut you know fade and like they would come and like measure the girl's skirts and stuff but i wouldn't have it any other way for some reason i agree with you 
They didn't do. You're making it. They did not. Fucking I swear. Like they got out a goddamn I, ruler and they're like, I swear. It. Like they wouldn't go to every girl. Like, hey, they walked in and like there was a teacher measuring. No, but like, you know, you start off like the freshman year girls, they would wear their skirts down past their knees. By senior year, they're rolling them up all the way to their thigh. Like, oh, hell yeah. And the girl, the higher the skirt, the more dick. <laughs> That. that was the way they measured it and they're like this girl's had too much dick tell her to put her skirt down <laughs> seriously uh, but it's true it's so true and like catholic kids i think the cliche term is like stricter like stricter parents create sneakier children and i feel like the kids that they kind of my dad was a detect my dad was a detective bro when i was in high school what? in the police on my sh- in the no police, way. yes. He, he, I, I swear to God, I did not dude. know that. I so yeah, he's not just like a regular cop. He was a detective. So like my dad, dude, would like come home and like check my eyes, and if I didn't put like eye drops in, dude, I was no. I got caught a couple times, grounded. Oh yeah, gosh. but I mean, dude, having a detective dad, man, I was sneakier than. Oh a yeah, I mean, you know all the ins and outs. You can't, you know, what gets caught and what doesn't get caught. I don't think my dad has ever. Like, if you lie to him, even if he doesn't know you, he knows you're for your lying. It's really, he's got that though. just itch on him yeah. where he's just like, yeah, you're bullshitting. He just knows, but he's, he's still a relaxed dude, but he's by the book, clean cut, shaved yeah. head. Like, man, this guy, and my, my dad could outlift me probably. And I'm not like a bitch made mm-hmm. motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I didn't say you was. I'm, I didn't say you was. <laughs> yeah, boy, you know, but like, dude, my, my dad. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm 24. He just turned 51, but he could probably be like, if not all of my friends, 95% of my friends' ass and sure. my ass. He's a badass dude. <laughs> like, I would not. And that's what I saw this video on police brutality. We're not going to go too yeah. much into this, but the cops are the good guys. I've had my fair share of police oh, yeah. run ins. I know that, yeah, about bro. You. We don't got to get into <laughs> that either. We don't, yeah, we don't got to get into this either, but like, dude. Even when I've been in the wrong, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. cooperate. What am I going to fucking I'm surprised you, you, like, you are, yeah, of course you're going to cooperate, but there was times where I thought that you weren't going to cooperate. <laughs> just because you're just so <laughs> animated is the word. Yeah, so I'm not like my dad. I'm like my really? mom. But I'm one of five kids, and, uh, and there's a lot going on. I had little sisters. That helped me get away with All stuff, sisters? Too, from the detective. From the detective dad no older brother me younger brother two younger sisters all from a loving nurturing catholic family doesn't miss wow. church i but that's another thing too like i want to send my kids to catholic school because like dude i don't fucking know i'm not gonna sit here and be like god yeah. is real but like i want to believe in that i want to believe in an afterlife like i know you're pretty spiritual mm-hmm. i don't know we've actually you and i've had conversations mm-hmm. like this before but for the people it's like I mean, I don't want to not believe mm-hmm. in God. Like, I'd rather believe in God because it's hope. And, like, you send your kids there for the hope that there is. Because, dude, we live in a mm-hmm. fucked up world. And I'm not about to sit here and be like, shit's all rainbows and butterflies. And, I mean, it, dude, there's fucked up shit. You hear about, like, the most nice, kindest people and only the good die mm-hmm. young. And, like, fucking kids dying at, like, you know, in yeah. high school. Whatever. It's fucked up, dude. There's fucked up shit going on. So, if you don't have hope, what is there? Dude? Yeah, it, and hope is, like, really subjective, I feel like. I feel like if you can find something to believe in or whatever it may be, you know, whatever whatever makes you happy. Like, if you, if you know, crystals make you happy and they f- make you feel like, you know, that, that there's something, you can feel spiritual energy, or if you read the Bible, whatever it may be, if that brings you comfort, then I think we all need to believe in something. And I think that going to Catholic school at least for me, you know, like when I went in freshman year, I was so like, yeah, God, Jesus, like I'm excited. And then by the end of it, I had like more questions than answers, but, oh, for sure. but I feel like it helped me because if I didn't have the Catholic school experience, I would still be kind of like even more in limbo with my thoughts. So like, I feel like the Catholic school mythology helped me. Yeah. That's a good, it's a good way to, to put it for somebody who like didn't experience it and only went to 
there's a lot of people though that do go to public school that still have like a religious mm-hmm, family for sure. or whatever. But I mean, it's not talked about every day. I don't, I it's don't not know. talked about as much just because, you know, it, in that public setting, society has made it really uncomfortable to talk about religions, you know? So I, everybody's soft in their fucking goddamn liberal. Yeah. And everyone just has an opinion. Everyone has to comment on something. Yeah. But you can have an opinion. Like I have no problem with everybody having Mm. an opinion, have your opinion. I'm very strong willed, Mm. but like if you have a stupid ass opinion, (laughs) just shut up. (laughs) I mean, and like, and it's not like, Oh, your opinion doesn't align with mine. Dude. I respect other people's Mm -hmm. opinions, but like, if you're clearly like uneducated, you don't see me talking about right. math. I don't, I barely know my fucking times right. table, dude, but I'm not out here like, yeah, dude. Stats. <laughs> right. Like, I, I'm not talking about that because I don't fucking yeah. know it. So don't talk about politics or sport. Anything. Like, dude, my, oh my God. When people talk about sports and they don't mm. know shit. I'm like, dude, why are you trying? I get that you want to fit in, and that's something that I'm really mm-hmm. passionate about. So, like, oh, you want to relate with people? Get it? Totally mm-hmm. understand. But, dude, just shut up. Yeah, man. it's the worst one. If you want to learn more, learn from the people that know. Yeah. Don't talk. It's like, the worst you know. when you're in a room with people who the topic of conversation, they don't know what we're talking about whatsoever. And they're just adding like bullshit commentary into it and we you can just tell they don't know and i'd much rather you just be quiet and listen you know that's how i am i'd rather observe than just make myself look like a dumbass um yeah christina just walked into the room are you gonna blurt some of this out because christina just walked in and was like be careful oh no we're good i don't don't... i'm gonna post this on my uh she's like i'm just saying don't she looks so worried for my well-being right now she's like oh shit this she's like if you google you and this is like dude i mean if they gotta know what they're in for another cool thing about my job in sales dude it's so fucking abrupt like guys will stand up i can only tell you the obscenities that have been said at my yeah, just place like by the, like by like higher the competitiveness and is it commission or no it is yeah. okay <clears throat> but dude i'm talking about like guys that are running the company that mm-hmm. i'm working for and i'm not gonna you have like, to say names see yeah, yeah obviously i mean but i don't care yeah. i like that i like that about the atmosphere like I mean, i've already bumped heads with a couple guys but like you take care of it you fucking talk to these guys head up you're like this is the issue don't fucking talk is it like, like a that. locker room environment like, would you a- say um yeah but covid is kind of <laughs> fucked it up but like the i'm in the office right now so like all the dudes that i'm in there with like man i've met some really cool people dude my boss like I, my direct like boss um <laughs> how crazy if he fucking found yeah. this somehow he's a dope ass dude like i got cool people that i like mm-hmm. a lot that are like working mm-hmm. with me it's and like they're 40 years old or i'm really young where i'm yeah. working right now which also makes me think that i'm doing well like where i'm at like it gives me some i'm comfort. in the same position dude but i <clears throat> my company is like a two billion dollar company flex who are you uh, it's a for? real estate company out of New York, but they have property now in Salt Lake. Um, but yeah, are you selling? <clears> no, I'm selling apartments. Uh, You're a real yeah. estate agent, though. Wow, yeah, that's selling sick. Uh, downtown Salt Lake City, and it's the number one market in the country right now. Is downtown Salt Lake? Um, but yeah, that's no, right? it's actually not. Not I just get bonuses and I get salary, and they pay me really well. But I was saying, like, I am only 23 still, and everyone in my company is 40, 45, you know, the 30s, higher 30s, and they're all at different stages in their life. So do you ever feel like you get, like, imposter syndrome sitting in on those meetings, like, having opinions at such a young age for such a big company? Do you feel that way at ever? Mm, I mean, no. No, because I I think I am where Mm -hmm. I belong in life like even if i didn't like my job mm-hmm. which i do but like i'd be like i'm right where i'm supposed to be i always think i want to be a continual learner like a gradual learner throughout life like i'm not gonna always have all the answers as long as you're learning and trying to progress mm-hmm. yourself and this is kind of 
I just kind of like see. I'm trying not to cough. <laughs> it's kind of soft of me to say. That's good. You you're you need to be softer. I feel like sometimes you need to be a little more soft. Yeah. Oh man, you don't see the soft. I know I'm you soft, are. I, I'm so loyal mm-hmm. to my friends, dude, and my family. I love them so much, but like, you can't be all squishy yeah. all the time, bro. You got to be ready to throw some fucking haymakers when you need to. Another thing that I got to say, just to get it, it out in there. the blue. So many people need to just get punched in the fucking yeah. face, including yeah. myself. But I've been hit in the face and I've been like, damn, not going to mm-hmm. do that again. But some of these guys walk around here and they're like, they think they're dicks touching yeah. the floor. And I'm like, you just need a guy to punch yeah. you in the face. I agree. I agree. I think sometimes we all need that reality check. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's nothing better. Like, Oh, you never got spanked as a kid. Oh. I can tell you're an arrogant prick. You need to get punched for in the sure, face. dude. Like you can tell when I was, I mean, I was raised in a Latino household, so we, oh, I know. we are held your mom. <laughs> I met your mom twice now. She was probably Molly. Oh, dude, your I, ass, I, <laughs> you- I have a story. I'll tell you a story real quick. And I, I don't know if I've told you this before, but we, I was 12, 13 years old. I was playing soccer. Um, I, that was all I played growing up. And my dad was, um, you know, the parent that stood behind the net and like coached you, you know? Um, uh-huh. So I was playing like goalie and my dad was standing behind the net and he was like coaching me. And, you know, as, as you get older, that, that turns from being like helpful to, you know, you turn around and you're like, dad, be quiet, you know, like, let me play. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So one time he did that and I like snapped on him to the point where like when I turned around and yelled like parents in a game, in a game. mid game and like parents on my team could hear me doing so. And I watched my dad walk from behind the goal around to my bench, tell, talk to my coach within 10 minutes, I get yanked off the field by my coach and my dad. And I was like walking off the field and I was like, what? Like, you know, I was the starter and all that. And the coach goes, yeah, your dad needs to talk to you or something like that. I was like, oh, <laughs> he, right he made me face. go to our car in the parking lot and he dealt with me there. And then after that, yeah. he made me come back to the field and sit on the bench with my head in shame. Like it was oh, so like, I mean, both my parents are Argentinian. So, you know, that's how they was raised back in the day. And I feel like you're right. Sometimes it's weird. Nobody's like, yeah, that it's like, if you think I'm not going to spank my kid when he's disrespectful. Yeah. Or like at least just fucking yell at him, you know, like scare the shit out of him. Like I've been scared when I was a kid. Oh, like for sure. I did something bad. My mother was the first one to like. But you were scared. Not You weren't scared to have your phone taken away because it wasn't no. your world at the time. Like not. You take a kid's phone away now, they're tweaking. But like when we were kids, I was scared not to lose my LG Shine or my iPad or iPod yeah. Mini or whatever. I was scared to get hit. I was like, oh shit, I'm acting up. I'm about to get whacked if I don't change Absolutely. my Absolutely. Like my my stepdad would tell me stories where <laughs> anytime he would fuck up, his parents would go, go outside and grab a stick. And you better make grab a good one. And then he's like, why? He's like, well, I'm going to hit you with that stick. And if it's not a good stick, you have to go get another one. Like shit was like different back in the day. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're right at that. Like our generation's right at that. Like cut off, like different uh, times are changing when we were a kid. Like I could mm-hmm. see it even like you couldn't. I don't know. We don't need to talk about, you know, I mean, if you if you're in our generation, yeah. you know, it, it's it's changed drastically within probably i don't know how long has it been since we were in like eighth Dude, it's grade? been 10 years since we started high school this fall well right so, so 10 years damn are we so high school reunions are going to be coming up and shit yeah dude. Reunions. i i don't know or no that's from no because you do it from the graduation yeah, i don't know page. my school might do a they tried to do a five-year reunion and nobody went and i was like yeah because five years is too soon like I don't want to mm-hmm. see some of those mm-hmm. people for five years. Like, give me ten. Let me, let me, let me mellow out. Yeah, people would probably because when you're five years removed from high school, you're still getting turned up. People would probably be like hooking up with yeah. other people. Yeah, like they're 
I mean, come see me when you like have a real career and you're like married with kids and we could talk about like <laughs> yeah. some crazy like bro oh, Brad has five <laughs> kids now. You're like, dude, he's 25, he's got five it's, kids. It's Jesus. crazy. Yeah, I'm interested to see how all that goes. But I want to ask you about baseball real quick because I it's my least favorite sport as well. It's one of the sports I always had wanted to play, but it is my least favorite. Why does baseball have so many fucking unwritten rules that like players have to follow and if they don't follow it for example we're gonna lose some people here because people are like baseball yeah. the people yeah. don't like it but they don't understand how hard it is i genuinely still think this and i think the best athletes are hoopers i think basketball players are the best athletes personally and then like i mean dude you don't got to be the greatest athlete to be a football player but you i mean skill positions weird some of these linemen are freaks the highest paid position but like linemen crazy that is, yeah. that's cap because quarterbacks but if you look at like salaries on an nfl team like oh you for sure like left yeah. tackles are probably right yep, right that. tackles and you might not even recognize other than it being like a insanely large man if you're at like kroger like dude my mom's not gonna recognize like i mean i know he's a center but like Dominic yeah. Raiola, she'd, be like, she'd be like oh that guy's yeah. fucking huge but like like my grandma and mom and they don't know who they those uh, dude. I could have pointed out, but Matt Stafford can't. Matt Stafford can't go out without a paparazzi, mm-hmm. you know, type mm-hmm. thing. Sports are weird, man. But anyways, about baseball, I think hitting a a ninety mile an hour fastball and then not knowing if it's going to be a sixty nine seventy five mile an hour mm-hmm. curveball. Or then, like, a change-up. I mean, all the guys in the pros have three, if not four, mm-hmm. good pitches. So to not know what's coming and be able to be good at it and get a hit three out of ten times, that's why you're a Hall of Famer if you fail more than right. you succeed. It's like real life. Uh, dude, I listen to a lot to David Goggins I read right his, now. I'm reading his book right now, actually. Uh, uh, yeah. Really? I'm, I'm actually I'll trying to, to get you. it. Um, mm-hmm. Hell yeah. But, uh, dude – you got to get into a routine in life where you're doing things that you don't like doing and you're just like embracing the suck or whatever he said. Inner all bitch. That shit. Yeah. You got to like submit your mm-hmm. inner bitch and punch that bitch in the face. Yeah. Like I was saying earlier and be like, dude, I don't want to do this, but in order to do, cause I think he says like, you know, kind of like baseball seven out of 10 times you're going to mm-hmm. fail and seven out of 10 times in life or whatever the odds are, maybe you have an amazing mm-hmm. life, but like, you're still going to have to do more things that you don't want to do than you mm-hmm. want to do. I don't want to go to work ever. People are like, I mean, if you're making a million dollars, let's be honest. You're only probably enjoying your work because you're making right. A the money. Yeah. I don't ever want to wake up and go to work. Like, Unless you're a teacher or a nurse and you're passionate about mm-hmm. your field, waking up and going to work for sucks. sure, hate it. But some people are like, "Look, you gotta love what you do." Okay, there's only a few professions that have that, and those people mm-hmm. make no money, including police. Like my dad is a very passionate about his job, loves his job, but they're underpaid. Yeah. Another, and not, this is why I don't like talking about police because people hate police right now, but it's like, those are good dudes. They're passionate, most of them, about mm-hmm. what they're doing, and they're underpaid. Oh, so you want to defund the police mm-hmm. department when they're trying to protect the greater mm-hmm. good? I think there's more good people in the world than bad. If you don't think that's the case, you probably have a fucking depressed For outlook sure. on life, mm-hmm. but cops are here to help, dude, and I could tell you for sure that my dad isn't discriminating against mm-hmm. anybody and people just like have a negative outlook, always want to have an opinion, like you've said. And it's, it's kind of fucked up, man. People need to grow up. And I mean, I got a lot of growing to do still, but that's what I was saying. Like being a continual gradual learner throughout life. Like I don't have all the answers. I really probably don't have, <laughs> I probably have three out of 10 of the answers right. like in baseball, but that's good enough. If I keep working hard and I'm grinding and like trying mm-hmm. to be better, I do a lot of fucked up shit. And I'm like, damn, dude, I got to like not do that. And I might do it again. I might do it again five more times. But as long as I learn eventually to not do it, I think that's really kind of what life. But is why about. as to like pertaining to baseball, why when I fucking 
So we're we're totally sidetracked. No, I love I, like I no, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to bring us back in. Because I think whatever everything you just said is right. I think it's one hundred percent right. Um but with baseball, you were saying like, you know, you fail more than you succeed. Like out of ten pitches, you're only gonna hit four. And if you hit four, you're a fucking legend. Um if you hit, if you get on base three out of ten, you are literally, literally. a Hall of Famer. So you're saying four. That's like Pete yeah, Rose shit. Absolutely. Nobody does nobody gets Four out of ten is yeah. absurd, which is still less than yeah. half. So why when I fucking so if you're saying all this, you're saying all these odds, like if you can get on base three times, you're a legend. So why if I hit a fastball and I crank that thing out of the park, why can't I bat flip without getting fucking domed in the head by a fastball my next pitch? It can't be disrespectful. Why? It can't why? be Eric. But I think it's cool. I think it's kind of cool because it's like in life, like you could be the most successful guy at your business or mm-hmm. job or whatever. And if you're bat flipping all the time in the like yeah, office, swinging around, this is, like a, this is like a, this is like a meta, this is like a metaphorical yeah. or like hypothetical. Nobody's bat flipping in the office, but like if you're walking around with the bat flip mentality in the office, just because you're the head dog, everybody's going to want to dome you in the head with a yeah. fastball, your other coworkers that are beneath you. So I'm a pitcher you crank a home run off me, Nico, and you bat flip. Instead of wanting to throw a ball at you, I'm going to throw a ball at you, which is the craziest, coolest but shit like, about baseball. Why? It's, like, it's but cool. like the ball could kill that person. Like you could dome someone. In- yeah. yeah. But like all, if you're saying that if I can only get on base three out of 10 times and I, one of those times I crank one out of the park, why the fuck can't I prance around and have a picnic on second base and have fun with it. I mean, you could, you could, and I don't think they dome you every time, but they might. And that's like, the, don't play baseball then. Go play, go play in a sandbox with your uh, little <laughs> soft best friend. Build sandcastles and wear a bikini. <laughs> so, okay. So what about when Tat Fernando Tatis, who's by the by the way is a fucking stud? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, dude, when- he's crazy. Nobody knows who everyone who listens to this is well, like, who is this? Go guy? look at MLB the show that's coming out on Xbox. He's the cover guy. But he was in controversy last year because the Padres were up like 10-0, 12-0, whatever it was on a team, and the bases were loaded, and he got up to the plate and he was up by 10. And the pitcher threw him a soft ass ball up the middle and he hit a grand slam when they were already up fucking by 10. And everyone got pissed at him. At, like the coach from the other team. Oh, afterwards though, like on Twitter, which I've de- deleted Good by the you. way, but like, yeah, I, I don't need Good any of that. Um, but like, I I think the the general public afterwards realized that the way that everybody else reacted was yeah, soft, like, dude. If I get a- sometimes it's soft, and then you just gotta call people for being soft. I mean, he hit a grand slam. And was like, hell yeah, I'm the shit, which it was, it was cool. He had the right. It was sick. I think you don't get those opportunities much in your career. So if you get a chance to hit a grand slam and you want to fucking prance around the bases, I think you should be able to. Um, yeah. Dude, the craziest thing too now yeah. for us is guys are starting to be younger yeah. than us. It's not like, so like when Dylan Larkin was in the NHL and he was like, what, how Connor McDavid, they're like mm-hmm. 18. I mean, that's a rare mm-hmm. case, but like now a lot of the players, like a majority of them are yeah. our age, which is really, so you're talking about a comeback. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. I ain't coming back to shit. These guys are all right. my age. <laughs> talking about, dude, there's no coming back. Uh, I need to talk to you about your boy, um, Matthew Stafford. You're a big Matt Stafford guy. And I want your reaction to the blockbuster trade that we had with the Rams. I've heard so many things. I've read some articles. <clears throat> I'm so passionate about sports. Like we've said a hundred times, like I've really looked into it and I think it was a good trade. I obviously didn't want to see him go, but it was totally mm-hmm. necessary. Once the trade was done though, I still was kind of like confused. Okay. Is this a, is this the right move? Did we get enough? I think we got enough. I think we're making changes, but people that think Jared Goff, who, <clears throat> I think he's underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's mm-hmm. sick, but he's definitely not bad. I think 
He's had some injuries. He's a lot like Stafford. He's tough. Dude, he just played in the playoffs with the Broncos. Yeah, and he's made the Super Bowl and the playoffs and the Pro Bowl like three times. Like, he's not bad. Uh, Yeah, he has a sick team, though. Yeah, he's not bad. But if we're going to come in last in the division this year, but you're not going to fire the coach because we come in last. You're not going to – I mean, we have a lot of rebuilding that's going to need to take place. But when we're 30 and starting to have families or maybe it'll be late, but starting to get married or whatever, it'll be, it might even be a little bit longer. Let's call Mm -hmm. it seven, but we'll still be young adults. It'll be so nice to be like, Hey, call over the neighbor kid to babysit our kid or whatever the case in an ideal world. And you get to go down to downtown Detroit and the Pistons are good. The Red Wings are good. The Tigers are good. Like it was when we were growing up, like in 2004 to 2008, except yeah, but we've never had the no, Lions. No, good, I don't think anybody has. They have. They've had. I mean, in the yeah. 50s, they were good, but that was before right. the Super Bowl era. But just it'll be so cool to see the Lions mm-hmm. be good. And it's still hard to say because they got to not fuck up draft picks. But, I mean, they have the – they have everything to, to set up success. Oh, yes. I mean – a lot of people are probably like, yeah, they're going to fuck it up again, which I totally understand. They could. But they have the draft picks and the leverage, and now they got some cap space to be able to become mm-hmm. good. So for me, it's exciting to have the opportunity to even have it be a possibility. Do you think that we still draft a quarterback at the seventh pick, or are we going to pick up like a receiver? Because like Kenny Galladay is going to be gone. So, yeah. Is Marvin Jones going to be gone? I heard too? Kenny Galladay is going to the Rams. And then I to go with Stafford. I heard he's gonna, dude. Guess what? I heard Kenny Galladay might go to the Baltimore oh Ravens. God. I just, dude, and they were like, that could be the outside weapon that puts like Lamar over the top and stuff. I was like, wow, because I mean, think about it. They tried it with Dez, but Dez is old. Kenny Galladay is Kenny G's oh, yeah. prime still. And like, man, that could be really fun yeah. to watch. And that team's so ghetto <laughs> to add Kenny G, who's got a little bit of swag to him. That team would be the most iced oh, yeah. out, both both literally and figuratively. They would be the most ghetto, entertaining, just swag team. Like, oh my god, that would be so fun. Speaking to watch. of the Ravens, do you think <clears throat> that the criticism on Lamar right now is still unfair? And they're saying like he's not shit, that he's not as good as everyone thought he was. Like what? I mean, look at his look at his all time mm-hmm. record. Google, can you Google it right now? This is why I wish, like a professional, yeah, like how Rogan does it, um, like like barstool yeah. podcast. Like they just yeah. ask a guy, and they're like, "Yo, get uh, stats. you'll get there. We're gonna get you, your podcast." Oh yeah, we're gonna get there. Lamar Jackson, and you're gonna have a guy just overall. Google it. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're the Googler, and we can just hang out all the time. That would be incredible. Yeah. I would do that. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. His record is, I mean, all time. I guarantee it's way over 500. It's like unreal. He has, he's lost like seven games total. Yeah. So he went six and one in 2018. Then he, so mm-hmm. six and one. Pl- Backing up Joe Flacco came in yep, to save the day. 13 and two the next season. So right now he's 19 and three. And then last year he went 11 and four. So he is 30 and six. 30 and seven in his career. 30 and six. Okay. 30 and seven. And Pat Mahomes is like, I mean, this year he, I mean, oh, we can't talk about it. He's on the next level, but like, dude, that is the next probably closest. He also, you know, Lamar Jackson was born January 7th, 1997, exact same day, exact same year as me. Yeah. You know, that's probably why, you know, that uh, just legends were born on that day, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> Dude, but if you're gonna sit here and say that Lamar being thirty and seven or whatever, like that is yeah, incredible. For sure. I, I completely agree. I think that people are kind of harsh on him. Be- he can't throw the ball real well, but it doesn't mean he's not the greatest athlete probably ever to play professional not yet, football. But he will be. I he's who's better than him athletically. Mike I'm not Vick. saying winner. <laughs> you don't believe what? that. You're saying that for the people. No, you're saying I, that you for don't the people. Think- you think right now, today, that Lamar Jackson is better than Michael Vick ever was? Athletically? Running around and juking. He's like a fucking squirrel. Imagine trying to catch a yeah. chipmunk yeah. or a squirrel. It, that's what it's like for these NFL professional athlete defenders. 
okay, run around and grab this yeah. fucking chipmunk on the ground. Nobody can get it's literally it is, hilarious. That is true. But I still think right now, Garrett, I'm not lying to you. I'm gonna take Josh Allen before Lamar. All right, next, next. next. I, that's just me. I think Josh yeah. Allen is elite, bro. I, okay, next. <laughs> so bad. Um, okay. To end the episode, we're gonna talk about Super Bowl. We're gonna. I'm gonna hit. How long have we been talking? It feels no, like two I started minutes. It, I, what I like to do, dude. Anytime. So- no, no, I don't need no, to keep going. No, but I'm asking. I probably said plenty. Well, no, what I like to do already. is like you didn't even realize we were recording probably for like the first 10, 15 minutes. Like it just kind of naturally happens. I kind of just hit record while we start talking, and then 50 minutes. Can you censor some of this shit? I'm not trying. I don't to get think fired. you're gonna get fired. I don't think you said anything controversial, and you didn't say any crazy words. I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've said it. a lot worse, I feel like, out here if you listen to the old episodes. But prop bets, we are gamblers. Um oh, you want to hear mine? Oh, well, I I'm gonna three. ask I'm gonna ask you them. I'm gonna ask you some of them mm-hmm. and we're gonna help people Beautiful. for the game tomorrow. Um okay. all right, ready? So we'll we'll start with the prop and then we'll end with the game bets. Okay, so uh we'll start with who will be the first team to score, KC or Tampa Bay? I mean, I think you can't go wrong with uh, KC, but honestly, if I was, well, I am a betting man, but like if I were to bet, the odds are you're going to have better odds. You throw five bucks, you probably win like 30. On the bucks? Have, uh, yeah. And Tom Brady, the funny thing, he's never scored in the first quarter. Because I know all these, these stats in, in a Super Bowl. He's never scored a touchdown in the really? first quarter. How crazy is that? But every single playoff game this year, he scored on the opening drive. So if they get the ball, dude, I think it's a different year. It's a different Tom. He's got more weapons. He doesn't have fucking Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan. He has like actually sick evil. Yeah. Mike Chris Evans. Godwin. AB. Antonio Brown is the biggest. He's coming in time. and he's coming into the system at a perfect time. Like it's, it's a, mm-hmm. Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. okay. Chris Gronk, Scotty Miller, even Scotty Miller, Gronk. like he's making Scotty Miller look like a stud. Um, all right, here we go. Patrick Mahomes, will Patrick Mahomes throw for more than three hundred and twenty-seven yards? Yeah, you think so? You think it's gonna be a shootout? Yeah, you think, I think Brady so. throws for more than two ninety-six? Hmm. That's going to be very close. The guys doing these analytics, no shit that we don't know. They're way too smart. I, agree. I have no idea. I'd say probably not, but he very okay. well could. Pa- Patrick Mahomes over under two and a half TDs. Yeah, two and that's, a half? that's the line right now. <laughs> yeah, for okay. sure. Uh, 100%. Does Patrick Mahomes throw an interception? Mm, I think he yeah. does. I think he does too. Tyreek Hill over or under. I'm not touched. By the way, I'm not touching no, any of these. No, these are just yeah. Opinion. We're for people who are addicted. But if you want to get if you want to get rich, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, receiving yards. Does Tyreek Hill score 200 yards in the first quarter again, or does he just get fucking over 91? Dude, I bet you if you put if you put five bucks on him getting 200 receiving yards in the first quarter, you'd probably make like what, a grand. Easily. Yeah. Uh, I might throw five bucks on that just for sure. See, okay, here's my thing about this game. I don't think Patrick Mahomes necessarily – I mean, he is an issue and a problem you have to work for, but I think it's Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey who are the difference makers of the game. 100% yeah. everybody that knows yeah. knows. If, if they can just limit them, not even stop <laughs> them, just not let them score three TDs each, then they'll win the game. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, what do you have in? What do you have in? Yeah, so I threw five bucks for Clyde Edwards Hilaire like a week ago to score the first okay. touchdown. It's plus twelve hundred. Um, I'm gonna win hundred and seventy six dollars if he scores the first. Is he season. starting? Is he playing? Like for sure? Okay, mm-hmm. that's a good bet. Five bucks is nothing too. <clears throat> Right, to make win 176. Very well could score, just punch it okay. in the first drive. Um, either team to score three times unanswered, including overtime, plus 170. 
So 20 bucks wins me 34, $54 mm. payout. I said, no, I said, that's not no, going to no. happen. They're not going to score back to back to back. I think no that's way. A, it's a lot of points. And then Tom Brady to rush for over half of a yard, 0.5 yards is plus 165. So 20 bucks wins you $33, which is a $53 payout. I said, hell yeah, he's going to rush for half of a yard. Can for sure. Can you, but you got it. Here's the other thing. If they're winning and they, like say he rushes for one yard and then at the end of the game, he has to knee the ball <laughs> and you're fucked. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're yeah. Fucked. And then yeah, you lose. <laughs> How bad oh, would that dude, suck? I've, I've lost a fantasy game that way where I was up by like 0.3 oh. and the QB just kneeled the ball like three times and he lost me a full point. Um, okay. So then here's the be all end all question, Garrett, to end the episode. Super Bowls tomorrow, KC, Tampa. Who wins? The spread, Kansas City I, minus three and a half, over under set at 54. So I'm going to be honest. What's the call, G? I didn't. I didn't know who I wanted to win originally, but I'm, I've come around. I want Tom Brady to win, man. Mm-hmm. I want him to win. I think it'd be literally insane if he won this year. It would be crazy. Yeah. But I don't think that will happen. Okay. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think it'll happen, but I think nobody thought that he would win. And I love LeBron more, way more. Look, I love look that shirt. Love him more than, you know, any athlete. He's probably my favorite athlete ever. Maybe other than Rip Hamilton. It's close. Rip. But, uh, I mean, Tom Brady and LeBron are the, the goats. There's, I don't really think there's a few. I think. To me, you couldn't change my opinion. Of not yet, yet, no. So, you... so, if he wins this year, Tom Brady, it's just another Super Bowl that Pat Mahomes has to catch. See, I was seeing some bullshit, dude, like Stephen A. Like, I love Stephen A., but he was saying some stupid shit the other day. He was like, if Patrick Mahomes wins this game, he, the conversation of him being the GOAT already will be, like, suffice. Like, you can start making that argument that he's better than Brady. And it's like, no. one, no way. Mahomes isn't playing Brady. He's playing the defense. And that's what I always don't get about a quarterback battle, which I love a good QB battle, but they're not playing each other. It's just they hype the shit out of it where we are very lucky that we do get the baby goat in Mahomes and the real goat in Brady for this Super Bowl. But I don't think Mahomes is even close to Brady yet. Well, because his team, since he's come into the league, has been sick. And they won't be forever because they're they're not going to be able to pay everyone. But Mahomes has had it so good. And like you said, Brady's been throwing to literally high school receivers since he's gotten in the league. Yeah, but he had the best coach. I mean, people use that against Brady too. But, like, that's another thing about life in general. People hold your circumstances against you. Just because you come from a wealthy family doesn't mean that you're going to be rich. Not every time. I mean, I get that that is a huge advantage. 100%. You're an idiot to not. But if you think in pro sports, getting a good coach and getting Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill and having a good situation around you, it's just like life. Well, you're going to hold that against me? Oh, your parents are rich. No mm-hmm. wonder you're rich. Okay, well, I worked for this yeah. shit. And that's not – I'm not saying that's my circumstance because my parents are middle class mm-hmm. as fuck. But, I mean, you can't hold that against Pat yeah. Mahomes. Oh, well, yeah. you had this. Okay, he still balled yeah. the fuck out. Same I with agree. Tom. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I think that Pat Mahomes is certainly on pace to catch him, but if he loses in the Super Bowl to forty-three-year-old Tom Brady, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if you could ever catch oh, him. Oh no, you lost the forty-three-year-old. No, yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. I think even if Tom loses this one, he still is the goat as of yeah. right now. It doesn't mean because you lost, you lost to a twenty-four-year-old Pat Mahomes and you're forty-three. I mean, nobody expected him to Not be here all. anyway. Not at all. Okay, so here's the last question of the episode. If Brady wins this Super Bowl, does he retire after this season? Hell no. no. He's way too big of a winner, think- dude. Look at his <laughs> wife. He's got a smoking <laughs> wife. So true. Cute kids. Been balling in the league. Every My grandma knows yeah, Tom my mom, Brady. Yeah, my Latin mom knows Tom Brady. Yeah, like he's... Dude, so, well, you think that 
That guy is a winner. That's another thing about him. He's a winner. Doesn't matter where he's at, where he goes, what he does. He's a winner. You think that that guy is – look at Brett Favre. It's so hard for guys like that that are addicted to, like, the dopamine of yeah. winning games. I mean, should he retire? Mm-hmm. I would, but he won't. Yeah. But that's why I'm not in the NFL and I don't have six Super Bowl championships, and that's why Tom Brady right. does. Because he's not – dude, he will not give it up. I think if he loses, he'll still want to chase – because he knows he has more in the tank, and that's Tom Brady's fucking mindset. Yeah. Uh, it's it's weird, man. We're coming down to the last few years of like the athletes we grew up on with Brady, LeBron, Peyton Manning. Leave it like when he retired, I was sad. Like, yeah, that, dude, pe- people don't even talk about Peyton Manning. Is so oh, yeah, loaded. for sure. But he just doesn't have that guile and like personality like the other guys have. That's why nobody talks. He's so yeah. funny, dude. Have you seen him on the yeah, roast? Bro. The He's Justin, got the biggest forehead the I've Justin ever seen Bieber in my roast. life. <laughs> oh, for sure. You can drive a truck across there. Uh, Kyle Redman. Yeah. Shout out my boy Kyle. Also, is that Stephen A's son? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might be. I know we were talking about Stephen A earlier. I think that could very well be. They could be related. Uh, I guess I'll ask him next week when he's on the show for you. All right. Hell yeah. Tell him. Yeah. Hopefully he listens to this and he can say something yeah, about hopefully it. Hopefully everyone listens to this and G baby, we're going to wrap this up. Homie. Hell yeah. I love you. Got some good music, but I'm some gun. <laughs> to like end it you'll listen. You'll hear shit. my little tune as we're ending right now. Like, uh, like right okay. here, I'll start it. And then like our voices will okay. carry over it. But <laughs> Garrett Agile, the legend one of the homies, one of the boys from college, episode 55, colorful. Is it Super Bowl 55? I think it is. I think this is pretty, this is pretty spot on. Mm, pretty spot fitting. on. Pretty um, Garrett, Edgel, I love you, homie. Hope you're doing well. I love and you we'll, too, uh, brother. We'll have you on soon. And can't wait to see you soon, homie. Much love.